Greetings! Welcome to episode 30 of the Authors Read Podcast. I'm your host, Leah Ryan. Today's guest is Courtney Whitehead, and she'll read from her book, Working Whole. Working Whole. How to Unite Your Spiritual Beliefs and Your Work to Live Fulfilled by Courtney Whitehead. Introduction. Your Life's Work. When you consider your life's work so far, what immediately comes to mind? My hope is that you feel joy and contentment and motivated to leap out of bed each morning. In my experience as a career coach, however, it often seems that our professional lives are at odds with our personal spiritual beliefs, and this leads many of us to feel disconnected and uninspired by the prospect of work and groaning at the sound of the alarm each day. This feeling of being out of place, not working with purpose, often leads us to dreams of retirement, dramatic career changes, or launching new business ventures, and every day I witness these initiating moments of career reflection and transition. We sense that there should be more to life than simply working for achievements or money, but are unsure how to find and do more fulfilling work. What I have witnessed in my work over the last 20 years is that while job searches have a clear course of action, following a career path rarely teaches us how to cultivate our best life experience. Despite outward success, I've seen how so many people feel discontented with their work lives and secretly suspect they would be happier if they focused their talents differently. And this discontentment is not only expressed by those struggling in low-paid jobs or stuck climbing the corporate ladder but also by the highest-paid CEOs in some of the world's most profitable organizations. If you too are at that point right now, not knowing where to go next, then it's likely because you want to find greater meaning in the work of your life. Like me, you may have turned to a spiritual practice to seek more peace and joy in your personal life, but continue to feel ruled by societal norms in your professional life. Work is often the final peace we seek on the path to spiritual wholeness. It is the last place we choose to bring our spiritual beliefs because in the realm of work, the laws of the human world seem to reign supreme. So while this book won't tell you how to launch a job search, write a resume, or prepare for an interview, it will show you the actions you need to take before you start pursuing your work. And my hope is this book will set you on a path to build a working life that leaves you working whole, working in a way that allows you to bring your spiritual beliefs into your work and leaves you excited to start each and every new day. Uniting Core Beliefs For most of us, our professional work occupies a major component of our time on this earth. We spend the bulk of our waking hours engaged in work of some kind. If our spiritual beliefs are truly the guides of our lives, then they also need to be the guides of our careers. The familiar core spiritual beliefs of surrender, gratitude, love, power, and so on are found at the heart of almost all spiritual paths and traditions and outline how we should think, feel, and behave in an ideal spiritual state. But how do we use them to negotiate real-world obstacles, like a boss you do not trust or a job you feel stuck in? In the following chapters, I want to share how to bring these beliefs into your work to reach a deeper level of satisfaction by working and living anchored in what you believe. 
By focusing on making eight core spiritual beliefs actionable, you will be able to use them to gain clarity, inspiration, and direction on what your next work steps should be. Taking the time to integrate what you believe into your work life will stop you from making, perhaps, yet another short-term career decision, striving toward the wrong, long-term goals. Of course, there are many forks along the paths that determine our ability to listen for and follow a work calling. These decisions are what you can own and influence. The goal of this book is to help you recognize the questions and choices that matter most. Matching our lives to what we believe can be so daunting that we may dismiss the possibility of ever achieving wholeness, where our spiritual and our human lives are completely joined. Chasing Happiness In contrast to living whole, pursuing happiness feels more actionable. When we think about the things that make us happy, we are likely to envision something tangible and achievable. Happiness goals are something we can pursue every day. Perhaps your happiness is triggered by a person, a food, an event, a place, or a goal. You may link finding a new love interest or getting in better physical shape with future happiness. You may not have the happiness goal just yet, but you already have a clear sense of how to pursue it. These goals are not lofty lifetime spiritual pursuits. They are daily quests guided by our immediate desires. Think about how easy it is to be happy about a new love interest or a new job. That is even the case with a new car or a new wardrobe, as they fill us with a sense of possibility for what could be. Wanting to feel happy is a natural pursuit. The problem is that we tend to be so preoccupied with pursuing desires that will only return momentary happiness that we don't have enough energy left to focus on the things that will provide us with steady and sustainable joy. We are too busy trying to be happy to actually achieve it consistently, which can leave us trapped in a cycle of pursuing new, next, and more. I know this cycle well, and it is exhausting and painful to endure. I was happy in fleeting moments, but spent most of my time desiring more and feeling disappointed with what I had. I was ashamed of how I felt. As a spiritual person, I knew I was failing to live in the peace and joy of my beliefs, and also failing to find meaning in my life experience. Of course, I kept this a secret from most of the world. If you knew me during these times, you would have thought I was thriving spiritually while achieving professional success. Instead, with the acquisition of each new thing, person, or job, it became harder and harder to be satisfied. Many of us start to lose hope in contented living and turn our frustration inward. As we find it more difficult to satisfy our need for happiness, we begin to secretly fear that we will never be satisfied. We may even begin to fear that the problem is not our choices, but a personality flaw embedded deep within us. We may even question that our spiritual beliefs are flawed. But the problem is not inside us. Instead, the problem is that we are not taught what it actually takes to achieve fulfilled living. We are taught what it takes to pursue a career. And unless you plan to work as a religious or spiritual teacher, we have to reconcile two worlds that often seem unrelated, our beliefs and our work, in order to find a sustainable source of joy. Beliefs. 
the well of fulfillment. Think about it another way. If you were trapped on a deserted island with only one item, would you rather have a bucket or a well? The bucket is quite useful if you can find a source of drinkable water. But will you ever find water, and how long will it take? The well is an immediate source of drinkable water, but you'll have to figure out how to get the water out of it. Both tasks require ingenuity and effort, but which pursuit is the better use of your time? Spending time looking for jobs that will make you happy by trial and error is like choosing the bucket. It could work some day by sheer luck, but it could also be an endless pursuit. It could leave you seeking forever and never quenching your thirst. The well, on the other hand, is a known source of drinkable water, and focusing on how to get the water out of the well is a much better use of your time. With the well, you know that quenching your thirst is possible if you stay committed to the task at hand. Our spiritual beliefs represent the well that holds joy and fulfillment. We know that sustainable happiness sits within the well of the spiritual, but instead of choosing the well, we spend most of our work lives wandering around in the world with a bucket, hoping to stumble upon fulfillment. The power of our beliefs to set us free from this cycle is exactly why we are drawn to religion and spiritual pursuits in massive numbers. This is not a religious book. I will leave you to explore religious doctrine questions for yourself in the spiritual practice that most resonates with you. So while I use the word God, please substitute this for your preferred term or tradition. The sole purpose of this book is to teach you how your spiritual beliefs can transform and amplify the work of your life. How to use this book. William Shakespeare famously compared life to a play and us as actors on a stage. And one of the values of the creative arts is that they can show us an entirely different reality. But we are going to take a more modern approach, and throughout, I'll be asking you to create a metaphorical TV show with your life. The purpose of this metaphor is to depict how your life experience is shaped by your beliefs, and to illustrate your role in creating the show you want to be living and working in. To create your ideal show, You'll need to play the role of producer, writer, and actor in order to illustrate the work you have to do to create a meaningful life. Don't worry, I'll be with you for every decision point along the way. So in part one, we'll focus on integrating a core set of universal beliefs. Humility, surrender, discipline, gratitude, connection, love, power, and patience and how each one shapes our thinking and builds life experiences that will lead to our work callings. We'll then use our spiritual beliefs to guide the kind of show and episodes we can produce. We'll imagine the script our spiritual beliefs would create for our lives. You'll find that exploring these beliefs will challenge you to consider how putting each belief into action daily impacts your work and your ability to be who you authentically are. And by the end of part one, you will have answered important questions about your beliefs and assessed how well you have integrated them into your life. You will also have a framework to use in making life and career decisions big and small. Part 2 addresses how our beliefs impact the way we show up in the world, what we get done, and the role work plays in our spiritual practice. 
It explores who we are supposed to be, where we are supposed to be, and the value of our time in this life. And we'll decipher what impact that show's script has on your character and how an actor would play the role. By the end of this section, you'll be ready to assess and make tangible changes, which will prepare you to listen for and follow your work callings. Note. Almost all of the chapter topics are ideas that others have written entire books on. We are going to cover a lot of spiritual and work-related content rather quickly. This book is organized in short chapters that will only scratch the surface on many topics. The priority is understanding the overall framework so that you can use your beliefs to do your highest and most meaningful work. You will find journaling exercises throughout the book to support you in exploring your unique feelings and intentions on each topic. But I also recommend seeking other resources and teachings to reflect further on any chapter you feel you need more time with. Finally, go slow. Making your beliefs actionable requires significant periods of reflection, growth, and life experience. It is not enough to read this book. You will have to consciously assess where you stand today and implement change into your life. Try not to rush the process or digest the material too quickly. The promise of your highest work is worth any extra time it might take to get there. That's the plan for our time together. Your work awaits. So let's get started. I'd like to thank Courtney for sharing her book with us today. And thank you for listening to the Author's Read podcast. Be sure to check out the show notes for the link to the book. If you'd like to support the Author's Read podcast, please like, subscribe, or share. Until next time.